This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Seven, you can take the bitch out the crick, but you can't <laughs> can't take the crick out the bitch. And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold, you're a star with a scar. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, oh, Beverly is so hurt. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. boy. Huh. Emotionally and physically. Yeah, he's a wreck. He's a mess. He's right fucked. So you guys did level up last time. So all of our players are level five right now. Boom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though it's really funny to imagine Beverly is getting stronger, crumpled on the ground. <laughs> hey, experienced. <laughs> I had a lot of it. <laughs> he did learn. He did learn not to make gods angry. Yeah. No more practical joke jokes on gods. Uh, Beverly, the, the god pranker. Now I have a title. <laughs> god pranker is pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't actually prank him. Right. It was a botched prank. <laughs> botched. <laughs> but, uh, a yeah. botched prank is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's when you nothing. sing my song. It's, it's, a f- it's a failure. When you tell my tales and sing my songs, please say that I pranked the god. Oh, I got a song. <laughs> oh, boy. So let's do a recap, guys. Last week, you guys met Tonathan Tinkle, played by our friend Nathan Yaffe. He was a gnomish wizard slash cleric who had heard pray tell of a mythical being in the Galateron Glades who could answer any question. You guys traveled along the Golden Road and on the way ran into Moonshine's cousin Cooter. Oh, Cooter, good to see you. <laughs> Cooter informed you that folks down at the Crick are coming down with Crick Rot. Crick a, Rot. A zombifying disease that seems to be emanating from the Crick itself. Do we have to go there? Uh, I mean, we gotta save the water. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna just like get rid of the water and leave it a dry Fair. bed. This campaign <laughs> is all building to going to the crick. <laughs> I just yeah. have a running list of all the insane things Emily makes up, and 
<laughs> Someday we'll get go there. there. It'll be like if Disneyland got the norovirus. <laughs> uh, so Cooter's been running the sicker Crick elves up to Galateron to receive healing from the high priest Merrick Highhill, but even his magic has only been able to stabilize the sick Cricks and not cure them fully. Sick you also saw wanted posters for a mystery woman called the Widow. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I know Cooter's, uh, I know Cooter's sick, and that's all serious. But the Widow, huh? Yeah, she's got some really nice cheekbones. Yeah. That's all we can see. From <laughs> yeah, you guys. She had her hood up, so all you see is strong her chin. chin. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Not a whisker on it. Full lips. <laughs> not a whisker on it, but she's still she's still pretty cute. Yeah, despite not having a mustache. <laughs> uh, you guys made your way into the Galateron Glades and found the Tower of the Watchmen. But first, you had to earn the trust of Uku and the other Goliath monks who protected it. Uh, after a few bumps in the road, you guys passed the Watchmen trials and were permitted to climb the tower. You defeated the ghost in the tower, then met the Watchmen, the big spectral head with dozens of spider-like eyes. Uh, and you were each able to ask a question. Moonshine found out that the Crick Rot couldn't be cured by normal means and was demonic influence. Hard One found out that his parents' names were Lydia and Elias Stormborn. Tonathan found out the location of the three heroes. Theala and Ulfgar are headed to Galateron, and Alanis was not on this plane. Beverly found out that the reason his amulet had cracked was because Theala had broken her pact with Pelor. <gasps> Beverly then attempted to trick the all-knowing god into eating a poison berry. It was promptly thrown from the tower where he almost died. Uh, Holy shit. I mean, like 50-50. Saved only by the mechanics of D&D. We were talking about how when you fall every 10 feet, you take a D6 of damage, but there's a max because mm-hmm. there are certain spells and skills that allow you to throw people Your like, bones off can... of towers and stuff. Your bones can only get so broken. Right, so there's a max amount of damage so you can't like spam damage and kill uh you know legendary beasts and whatnot right and uh you know beverly is alive because of that <laughs> I, because of the true god of DD mechanics ah, so but the true guys. god of there this was... world is the direct messenger so right now let's talk about the consequences of beverly's fall yes that's where we'll begin beverly i need you to roll a d4 okay and your goal here is to get as low as possible oh boy all is right this about the size of the scar <laughs> oh, Probably he a- is so oh, hurt. This Laura. is about more than just his oh, body. Oh, I gotta guess what yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Go ahead and roll a d4. Get low. So high. That's a three. That's a three. Okay. <laughs> okay. All three of your healing potions shattered. Cool. Fair. Oh. So they're gone. All right. You lost your healing potions. Um, so as you guys, Papa's have... lapping up the broken, uh, <laughs> lapping up the Papa get Papa. You look so healthy. Papa, <laughs> Papa is super healthy right now. He looks so great. strong. Your your coat is shiny and slick <laughs> as a newborn seal. Papa, were your teeth always that sharp and white? <laughs> Papa, My God. are you doing push-ups with all four legs? Look at your pecs. Your nipples are so pronounced. So many pecs and so many nipples. <laughs> Papa's just as big as a bullywug now. He's just a possum man. Papa, are you always been uh, What else happens? Barnaby... Tonathan's owl stabilizes Beverly, mm. but Beverly... I ripped off, if you recall, I ripped off Beverly's young Bev's humor patch. Yeah, it's gone. Moonshine, <laughs> in an act of inhospi- inhospitality, <laughs> uh, ripped off that patch. So, Beverly, you are at 1 HP now and conscious. Great. You don't feel your legs. <gasps> Not great. 
okay. I feel like am I? I'm just laying there unconscious on the ground. <laughs> you're you're at one HP. You're conscious, but you're like in shock. You are so hurt. Hard one and moonshine. When you give him a look over, you see his legs are just completely shattered. Bones poking out. Just oh. nightmare. Hard one uh, takes his ass out from behind. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, the the legs gotta go. <laughs> I think we could probably we could probably save him. I know some good doctors. I have a pediatrician. Um, I'm trying to remember how many spells I had left. I don't remember how All many. All right, spells we'll I figure had. it out fast because Hard One just removed his belt and tied it in. Uh, <laughs> as Bev biting down on the leather. <laughs> um, can I just try a cure wounds on his legs? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Am I am I even able to talk or am I just out of it? You can talk. Okay, you're you're cool. probably pretty hysterical. Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, young Bev, calm down, calm down. Uh, okay. Uh, seven plus seven, fourteen. Fourteen. You heal him for fourteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. You see his the wounds on his legs start to heal up. Ow! 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 Yeah, they Say start the word, to Beth. set Say the and word, they crunch. And you see his legs look like skin bags full of broken bones. <laughs> okay. Y'all, you forgot to heal the bones. <laughs> y'all, I would not be a crick if I could not admit my limitations, and I do not believe I can heal bones. <laughs> you see Uku walks over to you guys. He puts Tonathan down, and some of the monks take Tonathan away. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye, Tonathan. Bye, <laughs> Uku walks over and goes, oh, man, were you uh, somebody a dick to the god? He I, tried your fucking berry prank. I, yeah. thought, I told you not to do the berry prank. I thought um, he'd think it was funny. I thought that gods had a sense of humor. Pelor has a great sense of humor. <laughs> Pelor is the god of laughter and mirth. Young Bev, look at the hole in your in your patch sash and uh, tell me if you have a good sense of humor. I don't have any more. I think I've lost my sense of humor for yeah. good. <laughs> I'm not sure why you had the patch in the first, the first place. Yeah, kid. what did you do to get that patch you in the You have first to place. do one stand-up set. <laughs> Does it have to go well? You only have to bomb once. You have to get one clap. Scoutmaster Denny gave him his humor patch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scoutmaster Denny was hilarious. I can't I believe Scoutmaster Denny has continued to ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to replace the humor patch. With a forgiveness patch. <laughs> we got to try to fix your legs. Yeah, Uku, so, yeah. Uh, can you, uh, is there anything to be done for this kid here? Well, we've got, you know, a few clerics around here. They're pretty low level, though. I mean, you know, you hurt yourself to a certain point, you're kind of screwed, right? You know, know what I mean? Maybe we could take him to uh, Galateron. What's the uh, Merrick High Hill? He's, uh, that, he's the high priest that heals the crick route, right? Oh, yeah. If he's helping my people. I've been to his office before. I, his pediat, he's my pediatrician. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're like 15, kid. You're still going to a pediatrician? <laughs> Jesus. I like the lollipops. Also, halflings age slower. <laughs> That's absolutely true. You're like human eight. All right, uh, you know what? Why don't we bring him into the temple? Why don't you guys take a rest? We'll heal him up as best we can. We'll make him like a little backpack so uh, you, hard one, can carry him. That'll be kind of cool. cute. I'm going to hoder this kid across the head right now. Uku, do you know if uh, if Young Bev is in danger of just, like, do we need to? Um, young Bev, earmuffs. I put, yeah, I, I cover my ears. Um, <laughs> St- he's still in so much pain, Beverly. Your legs are shattered. <laughs> do. <laughs> Was Hardwon onto something? Do we need to sever these appendages? 
you, you know, the cure wounds that you did probably, you know, cleaned up bay. the wounds and stuff. But he's pretty messed up. He's going to need, like, a greater restoration spell or something. You need, like, a really high-level cleric to, to help him out here. And you okay. don't have any clerics like that here, do you? Not not that high-level, no I'm way. Just, I'm just then asking. I don't, I don't need a rest. Do you need a rest? Um... I mean, we can, if we're just getting, I mean, Galateron, is it a safe path to Galateron? Yeah, you can just take the road. Let's okay, get, let's yeah. get there we so can we can boogie. cure this little kid if we um, can. I can cast Longstrider on you to try to um, uh, mitigate any inconveniences of wearing a young boy as a backpack. <laughs> I can't handle it. Boy pack. What. Okay, I guess I'll cast it on myself then. I'll just be real fast. <laughs> Actually, let me cast it on Pawpaw. So that he can just go so fast. Oh, Papa's really strong right now. Can we all ride <laughs> yeah, Papa he's got the, yeah. He's just scrambling around faster than you've ever seen. He runs in and out of the illusion. <laughs> so healthy and fast. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's hit the no, road. You know if, yeah, if you cast it on me, like maybe we could be- put Bev in like a little wheelbarrow or something and just get him to uh, later on. I suggested the backpack. I thought that would be cute. I all think, right, no, yeah. gang? Backpack seems fun. I mean, his legs are super broken. You can kind of tie him around your Waste. <laughs> he could tie his legs around. He could just have them out. Ow, ow, ow. Oh, God, these sacks of loose bones. Fine. Let's go. Can I take the earmuffs off? <laughs> no. Okay. No, keep them on. Green teens dance around all throughout the forest. Green teens, here we are. He fucked up more than his legs, didn't he? Just shattered legs. <laughs> shattered legs and so many concussions. I will tell you, And he you also though, has a huge scar on his face. Yeah. I what will, is the... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I will tell you I appreciate the the sunshine and young Bev spirits, even in the face <laughs> of the cloud of adversity. I'm trying to... You know, I've, I've, I, I feel like maybe... Pelor is trying to tell me something here. Either I should trust him more or trust him less. I haven't quite decided yet, but... Yeah, was that Pelor testing your faith? I mean, do you believe... Is is Pelor sort of an Abrahamic sort of a vengeful deity? Pelor is all about spreading light and goodness and joy, and that's what I was trying to do with my berry prank, but it... <laughs> I think you just try to pull a goof on a god, you know, and you just... That's that's the number one rule. Don't Lesson goof learned. a god. Yeah, I feel like I think that by letting me live, Pelor might have been trying to tell me something. But I think I need to speak with the. I need to. I need to talk to Theala. I need to find her. I need to talk with the the high priest in town. I I just need more yeah, information. But before we do any of that, let's try to make sure that your bones don't fall out of your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get you to, let's get you to Galadriel. Yeah, on. my legs are soup. Let's fix this. <laughs> so Uku helps you guys. He he brings in some of the monks. They put together a little hide backpack, like a baby backpack, whereas uh, it's basically a, a baby. Beverly Bjorn. <laughs> it's a Beverly Bjorn. Um, I, uh, I pull one of the monks aside and say, can you just like quick fashion one of those for Papa? <laughs> uh, he, he nods and he makes a quick one for Papa. Mm. Possum pouch. Can you make it like sort of like a little kangaroo pouch so I can wear them like I'm his mama Roo? He, he hands you a berry and walks away. <laughs> So you guys now look like really fucked up young parents. You just have a possum and a baby Bjorn and a backpack with a boy in it. But you look like a crippled green tea. Just legs hanging out. But you look like such a good partner, hard one, because you're like contributing and carrying. That's nice. It's the kind of parenting I never had. Just hangover.jpg. So are you guys heading out to Glateron? Yeah, let's get there. Do you want to do the long strider thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long strider, so hard ones real fast. And can yeah. we try to keep up? 
Yeah. So you can, yeah, maybe you try and scoot real fast, and me and Papa will come as, as quick as we can, but we may fall behind. Beverly makes an ambulance noise with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. Hard one puts on earmuffs. <laughs> I like to imagine that Beverly's acting exactly the same as he always does, but he's also crying the whole time. <laughs> I definitely say the way that Beverly's reacting, I don't think he learned anything. Yeah. From Can we his give trial. him a little bit of uh, the the crick the, the crick moonshine? Oh, that's a good what call. Is, so I'll taste. Call. What yeah. is it called? Uh, it's just crick water. Crick, oh, crick water. water. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. I just say, uh, young Bev, I know you got a taste for this. Let's not <laughs> let's not pussyfoot around this. And then I just let him chug some crick yeah. water. You're gonna have a walk. Me, we're gonna have a walk me down. We're for gonna the have way a walk me down. Beverly, you feel great. I you're, hope I can walk me down again. You can't even. You don't even remember that your legs are horribly broken. Oh, yeah, yeah. yorn me down. I think yeah. that I, just like for, me down. for full clarity, giving like a, a peek inside Beverly's brain, he's just trying to put on a good face for his his scoutmasters. But Beverly's fucking torn up inside about what oh. has happened. Yeah, young Bev. Cool. Uh, and now Beverly has to admit to his dad that he fell off the tower. <laughs> We're going to try to heal your legs before you see your dad. Yeah, right? I think I whisper that to you. I'm like, please don't let my dad find out. <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right. So you guys get motoring. Uh, as you head to Glateron, let me give you guys a little background on Glateron. Remember how we do that? Yeah. For Ezra and Moonstone. So let's do it for this. So um, Glateron is one of the most influential cities in Bohemia and the capital of the humanoid empire. Before the war against Osmodius, the city was run by a king and a council of elected officials. But during the war against Osmodius, King Henrik Asagar was killed in battle, leaving his 10-year-old son Robin in charge. The boy king was not fit to lead, and without a strong leader, the council was caught in constant political gridlock and was slow to act on the growing threat of Asmodeus's army. Finally, Thiala, Ulfgar, and Alanis convinced the boy king to dissolve the council and replace them with a single advisor who would be quick to deal with the dark army. Thiala was the first advisor, commanding the Galateron army and toppling the cursed city of Osmodia. Once the war was over, Thiala disappeared and was replaced by High Priest Hubert Duncap, a geriatric cleric who is borderline incomprehensible. But now, Merrick Highhill, a highly capable cleric, friend of the Green Knights, and priest of the Nature Domain, is about to take over the position. Oh. You forgot to mention that he's also a pediatrician. <laughs> and he's also Beverly's pediatrician. pediatrician. Right. Remember the old guy who's about to get replaced? Hubert Duncap. That's, can we just pause? That's... A great name. Yeah. Oh, A plus you. name. Thank I you. love that a lot. You can tell he's useless by his useless name. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So you guys approach Galateron, a.k.a. the city in the clouds, the mm. castle on the crag. There is a giant bridge that arcs from the Golden Road to the mountain where the city sits. It's a mile-long uphill climb, but boy, is it majestic. It's a beautiful... beautiful. Fuck, I love this image. <laughs> it's a beautiful spring day, and the bridge is full of people excited to enter the city or excited to be off on whatever, whatever adventure they're about to embark on. There are brightly colored hot air balloons transporting people from the lower part of the city to the top. You can see a tram. Moonshine definitely clocks this and is like, <laughs> mm, if we have a day off. Uh, you can see a tram snaking its way down the mountain, occasionally disappearing into the tunnel system deep in the mountain. Knights in beautiful plate mail wave from hovering airships and you can just catch sight of the castle standing at the top of Galateron, its spires hidden in the clouds. Ooh la la. I, I could control weather. I would get rid of those clouds and get a peek at those spires. Your mountain is way nicer than mine. <laughs> Thank you. I, I shakily whisper to uh, Moonshine, I have a season pass on the balloon rides. 
Um, you you actually do. Yeah. That is how. So the the <laughs> poorer people, not even poor, just middle class, lower class, they take the tram. And the people who live in Upper Glateron, they have a hot air balloon that takes them up. Uh, Can we walk up to one of these hot air balloons and show them uh, Bev's uh, broken golden foot? <laughs> yeah. You, agree? Yeah. you absolutely can. So as you guys... <laughs> Just wag my broken foot. <laughs> Almost like using a passed out person's finger to unlock their No, it's like, my, it's like my fucking Metro car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This uh, is the Fast Pass at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> So as you guys approach the balloon, you see a Crick Elf guy with a eye patch mm. leaving the tram system, and he's got a giant blunderbuss. Do I know him? Yeah, you do recognize him. Oh, you I recognize do? him. This guy I is known. Where I know that face. <laughs> this Crick Elf right here. Yeah. Where um. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna go over, and I just. I go over and I do like a an intricate crick handshake and see if he reciprocates. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, unlike the other crick elves who are very hospitable and stuff, uh -huh. this guy is an old kind of grizzled crick hunter. And it's not that he's not hospitable. Mm. It's just that he's a little bit more serious. So you go to do the handshake and he's kind of just a couple steps behind you, like moving real slow. Uh, hi, how you doing, Moonshine? It's been a while since oh, I seen you. Yeah, what's your name? It escapes me right now. I saw your face, though. That didn't escape me. <laughs> oh, you know me. I'm old Cobb. <laughs> old Cobb. Well, get the heck out. What sort of croc you catch to get here? Uh, you know, something ain't right at the crick. Yeah. So I came here to make things right. What you hunting with that blunderbuss? Who's he, tasting the Who's tasting the fruits of that blunderbuss? <laughs> he pulls out a wanted poster of the widow, and he says, oh. "I tracked the widow to Galateron. If I find her, that's ten thousand gold pieces for old Cobb." Wow. Well, <laughs> if you catch her, real quick, could I just have maybe ten, fifteen minutes with her? Because oh lord, what I wouldn't give to just be a crumb on her coffee cake, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Pretty face like that. Uh, we can't even see her face. But... Yeah, I know, I know. Just great jawline. Anyways, go on. I'm so sorry. He doesn't laugh, but he says, that's really funny, Moonshine. <laughs> oh, Cobb, I forgot. I forgot about you and your vibe. I love to laugh. <laughs> oh, I'm really? so sorry. I've been so rude. These are my compatriots. I got hard one. Where is my hospitality? How you doing, hard one? <laughs> I'm old Kyle. I heard, yeah, good to see you, man. How, are How you? you doing? I'm fine, thank you. And who's this little fellow with the broken spaghetti legs? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Togold, very nice to meet you. I see several spots right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm trying to get me that reward so I can bring in some clerics to the crick, make oh, things right. What an honorable cause. I'll tell you what, we have got to get this little spaghetti leg guy uh, to a cleric in, in there, and we're going to hitch a hot air balloon to do that. Uh, but Ooh, you're highfalutin <laughs> in Galateron here. I well, wag his golden foot at him. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. we got a golden ticket. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> that is a nice boy foot. Yeah, polished to a high sheen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so, but perhaps we could rendezvous on the other side in the city. I'll tell you what, Moonshine. And he hands you a stone. This is called a sanding stone. Give you a direct line to old Cobb. Who's highfalutin' <laughs> now? Wow. Pulling sending stones out your pocket like it ain't no thing? I got a lot of speaking rocks. <laughs> My parents won't let me have one of those until I'm 16. <laughs> Okay, well, yes, I will absolutely be hitting up this sending stone. Will you hear anything about the widow? You give old Cobb a call, all right? Okay, or if, you know, we might hit up a tavern if all goes well with the cleric today. In which case, I'll also use that sending stone. Is it a one-time kind of use thing? How, uh... How lax can I be with this sending stone? What's the minutes plan? Let's say you can be, I think normally you can only use it once, but it's funnier if you can use it multiple <laughs> times. So this is kind of just a burner cell phone you can use to call old cop. <laughs> we might drunk dial you later, depending on how things go, old cop. You know what? Believe it or not, a lot of people say I'm not fun to hang out with. So <laughs> having a great time. Kind of brings a tear to old cop's eye, knowing that you might want to get a drink with old cop. Yeah, honestly, I really remember getting drinks long time ago with old Cobb and just emptying all the bullets out the blunderbuss and just putting funny things in it. <laughs> I love putting funny things in my gun. <laughs> I didn't realize old Cobb had such a sense of humor. <laughs> you know what? He's I the love. funniest guy at the crick. I like to goof around. Really? Uh, I give him a cobalt tooth to put in his blunderbuss. <laughs> Oh, well, ain't that one. You see, he puts a tooth in, he shoots. <laughs> there was already a bullet in the chamber. There's a huge explosion. Oh, you did it right here. Okay. Why don't you guys get going? I think I'm going to get in trouble with these guards here. Yeah, we'll see you later, later, old cop. Right. We'll give you a call. See you later, old cop. Thanks for the stone. Before we gonna go. definitely abuse it. I also give him a business card for my, uh, my podiatrist. Or no. <laughs> okay. Not my podiatrist. My, uh, my pedicurist. So that uh, if he wants to get his feet done all fancy. Oh, thank you. I might get myself a golden foot. <laughs> you, you'll never feel better. Honestly, every step is a blessing. Sending mm. stones and golden feet. Oh, Cobb. Let me tell you, these boots, you? I walk on a penny. I tell you what year it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, some old Cobb humor for you there. <laughs> I laugh and then puke up a little blood. <laughs> yeah, we got to get this kid oh, to you better clear. get that kid out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of a situation. So you guys walk over to like this little dock. You enter the hot air balloon. The basket door closes. Uh, the pilot ignites the burner and you're off. Uh, suddenly you have a view of the ocean and you're level with a lot of the airships and you see thousands of people entering and leaving the city on the bridge, now as tiny as ants. The balloon settles on a dock roughly three quarters of the way up the mountain. This is Upper Galateron, the rich part of town where the Togolds live. The uh. only area of the city higher than this neighborhood is the church district, full of a few grand cathedrals dedicated to each of the major paladin slash cleric factions uh. and smaller churches dedicated to other deities. Then, of course, there is the King's Castle, which sits higher than everything else in Galateron. Uh, so you guys exit the dock and enter this well-to-do neighborhood. It's the fantasy equivalent of the Hollywood Hills. Just <laughs> beautiful mansions built into the side of the mountain, some of them with big dome observatories so they can look out into the stars at night. And there is, of course, a path that winds around the mountain and allows you to get from house to house. So, Beverly, you know how to get to your house. Right. Uh, I do not go to my house. <laughs> I, I guess I, well, 
there's the church district, mm-hmm. but would there be like a, a clinic or a hospital nearby? So your situation is bad enough that you need High Priest High Hill to help you, okay. and you're not going to be able to get him without your dad finding out. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Uh, so I can either be crippled for life or tell my dad. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Those are the options. All right. I take a big breath and say, guys, I think we need to call my dad. <laughs> wow. Are you sure you don't want me to chop off your legs? <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have that in our back pocket as kind of a, it's kind of a backup plan. But uh, I'd like to use my legs again, maybe. So um, I, I direct them towards uh, towards my house. You're in my like uh, like hanging off my chest, right? Right. So I like to imagine you're just pointing, and I follow yeah. wherever, you, wherever you point. You're using Beverly Maps right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guide the way. Great. So Beverly guides Hard One, who guides Moonshine and Paw Paw. Uh, Moonshine is peeking in every window she can. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, it's it's pretty private. There are like hedges and stuff blocking some of the houses and arcane barriers. Uh-huh. So as you go to like Moonshine stick your face really in. doesn't really understand privacy. So she assumed like she's not doing it to be sneaky. She's assuming that. Yeah, you, many- see, <laughs> you see one gnome reading a book on his couch just makes eye contact with you and like closes I, the blinds. I shoot him a thumbs up, but kind of mess up a little bit. He closes, I haven't the, done he closes the blinds on you. <laughs> how, many, how many pies does Moonshine steal off windowsills? <laughs> oh, these people don't cool their own pies. Oh, that's true. They, yeah, they have chefs. Uh, so you guys get to Beverly's house. Papa makes a muck in a couple uh, lawns. <laughs> are you just trying to get like killed by the going around cards we are. get to Beverly's house? Dog, we I'm are always. Saying... Describe, uh, can you describe Beverly's house to us? You got it. So you guys get to Beverly's house. While a normal hobbit hole is built into a hill, this is built into the actual mountain. It's got the big rounded hobbit door built right into the rock face, and you can see windows spread out across three floors. This hobbit hole is more like a hobbit mansion. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're at your door. You also see on the third floor is where Beverly's room is. You see that he has a little private balcony with a telescope on it. <laughs> Sweet little oh. boy. Uh, so um, cool. I do the special knock. Beverly knocks on the door mm-hmm. and you hear from the inside. Martha, Beverly said, would you open the door? <laughs> That's my mom. Wait. <laughs> Hold on, is that my Martha, mom? Martha, open the... Open the... All right, I'll get it, I'll get it! <laughs> Beverly Togold the Fourth opens the door. This short, halfling man in casual noble's clothes, so he's just wearing, like, a nice silk green shirt and brown slacks. And he looks like Beverly, but with a salt and pepper mustache and uh-huh. black hair. Oh, shit. <gasps> And he looks at you guys. Daddy, I messed up. <laughs> Daddy, I messed up real bad. <laughs> what the? Yeah, he looks at your legs. <laughs> oh, what the? Be- Beverly, je- I-, I swear to Pete, what'd you do to your legs, Bev? I fell, Dad, I fell. Oh, uh, Martha, come out and see what Beverly did to his legs. <laughs> you see, his mom comes down and she's got she's a, this little halfway woman <laughs> with big, bushy, curly brown hair. And she goes, Oh my God, Bev! Oh my God! Oh my God! I'm gonna, Mama! I'm gonna go get, I'm gonna go get you a sticky bun, honey! And she she runs into the I house. I need a sticky bun. I need a doctor. I need, I need Merrick, Mama. I need Doctor Merrick. You he know turns. you guys should be equal parts proud and ashamed of your son. 
He did some heroic things and some very, very stupid things. <laughs> hey, were you driving? Hey, were you driving the carriage when hey. this happened? No, look, he. I paid a lot of money for that carriage, sir. Okay, <laughs> I don't appreciate you crashing and breaking no, my boy's daddy, little legs. Daddy, no, 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 no. This is this He's is. He's got my... little legs. He's got very, very strong legs. You got to give your son a little more credit. This was not a carriage accident, okay? <laughs> yeah, accident... I am not tipping for this, okay? I am not tipping. Oh, you, daddy, th- no. oh, you think I'm a fucking? Yeah, you think Papa, I'm? You think I'm? I'm a driver? Hell. Yeah, you. You think I'm hired? Yeah. You think I'm a hired guy? Yeah. Oh, I'm about to just unstrap Bev from my back, <laughs> let him fall into a sack on the floor. Oh, Bev, what the what the heck happened? I'm so sorry, Daddy. I was I was at the top of a really tall tower, uh, and I and I tried to do a little joke. You know how I like to do little jokes. I did the stand up before, and I got my patch. Beverly, you goofed. I goofed, Papa. You goofed and you got yourself hurt. I goofed and I got what myself hurt. What did I hurt. tell you about goofing? Goofing only leads. Remember, what did I tell you about goofing? If you may, if you do a goof, you end up a ghost. That's what you always say, That's Papa. Right. That's right. You remember what happened to your uncle Ronald, right? I remember Ronnie. He was goofing around in a hot air balloon. And he fell off. He fell right off. <laughs> uh, fell I'm off. sorry about your uncle Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. That's not entirely how this. Ha- you should be proud of your boy. We did we did some good things too, Papa. You know what? Beverly, I was gonna give you a new sword for your graduation, but now you get nothing. You're Aww. going straight to your room. No, I, I You're need going to go straight to your room, Wait, no, Beverly. Dad, 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 You're I, going straight to your room. My legs are really messed up. Yeah. Alright, alright. I'm gonna get you know what? High priest High Hill is a busy man, but I'm gonna get him on the line. Okay. Right? You t- you alright, look, I'm not tipping you, but I'll give you five gold. Uh, I'll take Sounds five like gold. Sounds like a tip to yeah. me. Dad, these are, these are my new scout masters. I'll scout. take the five gold. I'm a I scout mistress. I gave them a bunch of alcohol. Yeah. Scout master. All scout right. master Danny deputized them. Don't worry. They're, they're okay. Danny's a numb nuts. All right. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Hi, Moonshine Simon. <laughs> How you doing? Beverly Togold the fourth. You killed my son. <laughs> uh... Well, arguably, I saved him quite a few times. Yeah, you should have seen. If you think his legs look bad now, you should have seen. Daddy, him she healed yeah. me after I fell. I would, I wouldn't be alive without her. When you say See, healed, yeah. <laughs> your legs are still jello. It's true. Yeah, but I just kind of as much. Turn yeah. your legs into little sacks for your broken bones. <laughs> well, for peace' sake, Bev. All right. Well, thank you, I guess, for bringing him back in one piece, even though his legs are skin bags. They are one piece. Though. You broke your walking sticks, Beverly. I can't look at them. Just don't what make the heck me look are at them. What doing? All right. You know what? Everybody inside. Everybody goes up to Beverly's room. Okay? <laughs> Everybody's grounded. All three. One, two, three. He points all three. Oh, Can we bring Papa inside? Yeah. Oh, 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 my goodness. You got. You know what? I'm a green knight. He takes a deep breath. <sighs> I love all the animals, even the weird ones. <laughs> bring, in your, bring in your dang possum, okay? All right. Thanks, Swear. Papa. Cool. So you guys open the door to go into the living room. Uh, it's large but cozy. There's a fire going in the fireplace. A Broomba is sweeping the floor. <laughs> and you can smell uh, Bev's mom's famous sticky buns cooking in the kitchen. Uh, there's a beautiful oak dining table as well as antique furniture and some cozy uh, and uh, some cozy sitting chairs near the fire. <laughs> See, as you guys walk in, there's all this yelling for Bev's dad and everything. And Bev's mom just walks in and goes, oh, honey, have a you you should have you should have a sticky bun Thanks, and she gives did, you guys all sticky buns. Did awesome. you have any do you have any mellow cream to go with these? Oh of course, of course. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. Martha said he's going up to his room, he's not getting any sticky buns. Uh hard one, you want my sticky bun? It's far too sweet. I already ate mine and I got yours. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. 
It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. Uh, so you hear, Sweet. as you guys carry Blast Beverly up the stairs, you hear downstairs, Oh, yeah, high priest, I I am... I am so sorry, my, my, you know, my boy was goofing around with his friends. He broke his dang walking sticks. He broke his dang two walking sticks. I need you to come by. I know you're busy. I know you're busy. I, I swear to pee, I know it. But you come out here, and you know, uh, you, you'll be doing, you'll be doing the toll gold to solid. I appreciate it, my friend. So you guys, we're up in the room. You guys get up to Bev's room. He's got a beautiful artist's rendering of the three legendary heroes with Theala standing in front, various green teen badges all over the wall, and knickknacks, science kits, and weird nerd kid shit like crystallized (laughs) bugs. Uh, And then he's also got this tiny private balcony with a telescope. Uh, I can't believe I agree. Crystallized (laughs) bugs? I take one in my hand and I attempt to free it. No, it was it was it was dead before I crystallized it. Don't worry, I, oh, it was humane. Okay. It's it's mm. a it's a part of my green knight training. I got to study okay. it. They were like trapped in amber. Yeah, okay. they're de- they're I long dead. I back down. <laughs> I like that I've agreed to play this game where Mirth just razzes me for my life decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it just combines all of our dads into one mega dad. <laughs> um, all right, so I guess 
I'm I'm probably on the bed now. So yeah, so you guys are in this room. Um, uh, Bev is on the bed. I do have uh, I I do have Pelor bed sheets. They're adorned with like a sun emblem. I would say. I'll meander out to the patio and start looking in people's windows with that <laughs> telescope. <laughs> That's again innocently. Moonshine has no understanding of why privacy. Why would they have these big dome windows if they didn't want people to look at them? Yeah, they got all these big, letting all the sun and all the peepers in. I am so I'm appalled because that's what I do, but I don't tell anyone that that's what I do with it. Are you using the telescope to do it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You look into the house next door. I'm just whistling a tune. Which is another which is another halfling hobbit hole mansion. Um, and there's a window, and you look into it, and you see an older gentleman who looks a lot like Scout Master Denny. Is, <laughs> is just sipping some cocoa, and he just makes direct eye contact with you, and he holds up his mug like to say hello. Oh, Melora. <laughs> you live next door to Scoutmaster Denny? I mentioned that. Yeah, we're all family friends. Our dads know each other. Oh, his, his dad's name is Duncan Pebblepot. <laughs> They're the Pebblepots. <laughs> the Pebblepots? Uh, the Pebblepots. <laughs> oh. Denny Pebblepot. Notoriously craven. Yeah, I don't, I don't need so much craven uh cravenness in my view. Yeah, I, they, put the, I put the telescope away. They've done a lot of deals together. <laughs> I guess yeah. Make yourselves at home. Um, What's the ceiling situation like for me? Since this since this is a mansion, they have really high ceilings for halflings. So moonshine has like an inch or two over the top of her head. She can walk kind of safely. If she's going into a doorway, she'll probably bang her head. Okay. But um, hard one, you definitely have to crane your neck to get anywhere. So I, when Bev says make yourselves comfortable, I just sort of look at him. I gesture. Like this will never happen. I gesture towards a beanbag in the corner. I plopped From down this, on yeah, it. There you go. <laughs> Do you guys want, there might be some drinks in the mini fridge if you want Hard something. one starts rifling through the mini fridge. <laughs> so you guys are up in Bev's room for a little bit. And after a little while, Bev's dad comes up and he goes, all right, kiddo, we got to have a little talk here. Okay. 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 So, you know, we don't got a lot of family anymore, right? Yes, sir. Okay. When I was growing up, I had six siblings, and now I got none. So I need you to stick around, kiddo, all right? Yes, sir. All right? We had three Togolds that died in the war against the giants. Yes, sir. We had two Togolds that died in the war against Osmodius, and then we had your Uncle Ronald, who fell off a dang balloon, okay? And he was goofing around, okay? He was doing a goof. He tried to do a backflip. He tried to do a backflip, and what happened to him, Beverly? He flipped right out of the dang balloon, he sir. He flipped right out of the dang balloon, okay? So I, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied that you are okay, Beverly. Yes, sir. And I am, I'm, it, it is... Good that you are home, okay? I'm, really, you're going to length. Not I'm to glad say you're happy. not dead. Okay, I'm, there you go. I'm glad you're not dead. Let okay. Wow, really? <laughs> so after a little bit, Beverly's dad goes downstairs, and you hear him uh, welcoming Merrick Highhill. And Merrick Highhill makes his way up the stairs. He's this older halfling man with gray hair and a kind face. He wears a dark green robe and a little hat. Always oh, little hats and a little hat made of leaves that looks kind of like the uh, red hats a cardinal would wear. Uh, he's accompanied by several paladins in full plate armor, representing different factions of the city's holy knights. Are they halflings? 
same paladins? No, they're all different uh, races. Mostly, mostly human, and then there there is an elf. Let what me tell is you Merrick? Is he a uh... Merrick is a halfling. Is a halfling. Yes. Uh, so there's an oath of devotion paladin, aka a white knight, and oath of ancients paladin, aka a green knight like the Togolds, and two members of the chosen. Uh, you guys had heard about these on the roads to Galateron and Beverly knew about them. They're the n- kind of non-denominational paladins who just worship the light. And that's who the widow <laughs> has been targeting. Right? Yes. Yeah. And that's who my dad calls knuckleheads. And your dad calls them knuckleheads. <laughs> uh, so, and one of the chosen guys is Glad Roselle. This ah. tall, blonde-haired elf, super tanned with bright green eyes and a giant broadsword across his back. He wears uh, full plate armor and a white tabard with a gold sword on it, <gasps> the symbol of the Chosen. Sir Roselle, what, what are you doing here? Well, I was with Merrick Highhill, and I heard that I heard that someone was in trouble, so I thought I would come by and say hi. But don't don't let me take all the attention, please. The high priest is here. And of the, course, high, sir. the high priest walks over and he says, Beverly, it's been such a long time hi, since Dr. I've Merrick. seen you. Oh my goodness, what kind of... Oh, he walks over, he pulls the blanket (laughs) off and he sees your legs. Oh, Beverly, what have you done to your legs? I, I, I goofed a god. You goofed a god. Oh my, what, you know what? You don't goof a god, okay? I was just trying to follow... D-gag, Beverly, D-gag, you don't goof a god. I was trying to follow Pelor's teachings and and bring light and joy and laughter to the world and I, I went a little too far and... The joke fell flat. The joke fell, yeah, very flat. Beverly also fell flat. My bones. He he bombed at probably the worst possible time. (laughs) He literally bombed out of a tower. (laughs) Goof is also a real stretch. He... Basically tried to poison the god. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, yeah, he well. tried to commit some sort of what would you call if you kill a god? Uh, oh, uh, deicide. Deicide. He tried to commit deicide. <laughs> I say that truthfully. and then cough up more blood. <laughs> my well, my goodness. Okay, Beverly. You know what? Why don't we relax? Okay. We'll start the ritual, the okay. greater restoration, to oh, bring your you. legs back. Let me. Uh, he leans into Beverly. Why don't you sing a song? Why don't you sing a little green teen tune? He sets your leg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pelor is here to make us feel. Ah! Yeah, but he goes. He goes through the ritual. That of was just one leg too, right? Uh huh. <laughs> repairing Beverly's legs. It's like a 10, 15 minute ritual of him hovering his hands, his eyes glowing green, his hands going green, hovering over each individual part of Beverly's legs. You see the bones reconnecting and his leg taking form again. Moonshine watches with like ultimate fascination. She's not even <laughs> disgusted. She's like into it. Yeah. Hard one reaches for uh, Beverly's other sticky bun. <laughs> <laughs> The one that I, I'm the trying to put it just, in my mouth. Your, your mom just brought back with your <laughs> cream on it. <laughs> I look at hard one and I'm like, are you worried about that core? I heard a lot about that core. Sticky, I, bu- sticky buns keep the core away. You yeah. see, uh, Galad- going to get a little fat. Glad Roselle. <laughs> all the sliders. Glad Roselle leans buns. into uh, hard one. Careful with the sticky buns, buddy. I eat the entire thing in one bite. <laughs> uh, so Mer- on that motherfucker. Merrick Highhill finishes his ritual. He looks extremely tired and drained after it. He's sort of this jolly, he does kind of have the manner of a pediatrician, like goofing around <laughs> and stuff, uh, but he is very tired and very drained after repairing your legs, but your legs do feel better. Uh, I wiggle my toes a little bit. You wiggle your toes, you mm-hmm. feel your toes, you feel toe. good. I you feel... feel- 
you feel exhausted. You have like one level of exhaustion right now. So you would get, mechanically, you'd get disadvantages on skill checks and stuff. Okay. But you'll be okay after a long rest. All right, cool. Um, I go over to Merrick. I say, are are you, do you have a moment? Yeah, what? (laughs) Uh, So my little rodent companion, he's got all these soft spots. And I always just, (laughs) I always just take him, you know, to be in his nature. But since Mm. I got a professional here, perhaps I could run his soft spots by you. Mm. Yeah, I could take I could take a little look at that. Okay, yeah. uh, so you see, he picks up Pawpaw, and he's also he's a nature domain cleric, yeah. so he likes uh, little critters and stuff. So Pawpaw immediately kind of takes a liking to him and just allows him to do whatever he wants. <laughs> this dude just starts pressing into Pawpaw's soft spots in his head. He's just making sounds, and his eyes are bugging out, and his tongue keeps rolling out, and everything. Uh, and he hands what are those him stress squeezy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your guys, and he hands him back to Boochine and he goes it seems actually quite healthy has he been eating health potions or (laughs) oh yeah he lapped up some well honestly he lapped up a lot of dirt with those health potions so I thought maybe they'd cancel each other out but okay good so the soft spots are okay soft spots are fine he he laughs and says "You're, you're a good mother (laughs) <laughs> no, actually, I'm not. I'm not a mother. I'm going out of my way not to be a mother. Very fertile. It'd be easy. You see, he be looks. Extre- it's hard not to get pregnant. Honestly, <laughs> he looks extremely confused. <laughs> and Beverly's dad puts his arm around uh, Merrick High Hill and goes, "All right, let's get let's get you back. Let's get you back to the church district. Why don't wait. we? Uh, I'll walk him home. Why don't we let Beverly get a little rest? Wait, wait. I, I grab his um the, his robes before he goes. Okay. Moonshine, what about what about the crickrot? Oh, Melora, how did it escape me? You're so caught oh, up. Oh, Melora, forgive me for my absent mind. <laughs> One more thing. I just tug on his robe <laughs> like a child. We all suck on his robe. My you, entire people is being poisoned. Yes. I'm so sorry. You don't all shattered. have to tug on my robe. It's, it's quite all right. You can, you can just speak to me. We're all in a small room. I, as I'm speaking to him, I'm playing. I'm playing with his robe in my finger. <laughs> I am a holy man. Please don't just, flirt with me. This is I'm, normal. This is all very normal for her. Um, I'm I'm a crick elf. I don't know of if course. it's obvious or it's not. I don't know how much obvious. I yes. wear it on my yes. sleeve or my pant leg. Uh, I, what is crick rot? What is going? What are you doing to heal my people? Well, I'm I'm do, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing pretty much exactly what I did with young Beverly here. I'm casting greater restoration spells to cure them of the curse, but it's not quite going away. Okay. It must, it is a you got... extreme demonic influence. Okay, so you know that's demonic. And what do you think is happening? You got any theories? It's also fine if you don't. He, th- <laughs> he thinks about it for a little bit. Something ain't right. I think something ain't right at the crick. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Merrick. Thank you, Dr. Merrick. <laughs> I'm, I'm a high priest. <laughs> thank you, high priest Merrick. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so you see Bev's dad puts his arm around him alright I think it's time to get him back I'll walk him back and you see Galad says uh, do, do you mind if I stick around so uh, I can speak to young Beverly me? <laughs> uh, Beverly the fourth gives kind of a, a weird look uh, and then he looks over to um, Hard One in Moonshine and goes just keep an eye on him he's kind of a wacko okay? 
You got it. All right. Yeah. All right. If you want to talk to the kid, yeah, go go ahead. Go nuts. Uh, so Beverly's dad and Merrick Highhill and the other paladins exit, and you guys are left there with Galad. Uh, so Galad bends down and says, are you all right, young Togold? After, after Dr. Merrick's healing words, I'm feeling much better. Thank you, sir. Well... You know, as a Tolgold, you're the future of the Green Knights, and someday, maybe you'll even make captain like your dad, and in that case, we're, we're going to have to work together. And we are all brothers and sisters of the light, regardless of our specific denomination. So, as an act of goodwill, I brought you this. <gasps> and he pulls out a beautiful masterwork longsword with elvish script across the blade, and he hands it to you. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about this. I, I know Elvish, so I read the inscription. It says, stay cool, Glad Roselle. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally an oh autographed sword. Oh, my gosh, this is an autographed original. Oh, wow. Yes, There's you, not... could, you could get quite a bit of gold for that. It's I am the great like, network. Oh, that must, that must say something beautiful until he finds out. <laughs> and he's like, oh. It does. It says, stay cool. And then you signed it. <laughs> and then I signed it. He signed right, it in never Elvish. Mind. Yeah. That's really hard to write. That's me. The That's... White Rose of Galateron. Is he an elf? Yes. Okay. He's right. a high elf. Ooh. Hi. I'm a crick elf. Hi. Uh... Oh, hello, my sister. <laughs> and he gives you a hug. Okay. I was about to question you, but have I ever met a high elf who has so thoroughly embraced a crick? We are brothers and sisters in the light. I reciprocate the hug and just hold on until he breaks free. He, he doesn't. He doesn't break free. You guys okay, are just then we're sharing just, a tender hug. Y'all are just playing hug chicken for so so long. Um, sir, sir, he's sir still Roselle? hugging me. Yes, yeah, he's still hugging Moonshine. He looks over his shoulder. Yes, young Beverly. As a fellow paladin, I I must confess to you, I've I've been I've been having dark moments where I doubt the the sincerity and the light of of Pelor. What what can I do? What path should I pursue? You know, young Beverly. The light flows through all of us. It doesn't matter what god you worship. We are all united under the light. Even you, and he turns to hard one, <laughs> eater of sticky buns. You are that's not the only my thing I do. brother of yeah. the light. Nah, that's what we call him, too. You that's don't call me call sticky bun. I'm going to start calling you sticky bun. bun. No, please do not. <laughs> R- Sir Roselle, are you hosting youth group this week? I'm not. I'm actually, I'm going to be quite busy, oh. what with Merrick Highhill becoming the new High Septon in just a few days. Darn. Well, I, I hope we can have a jam session. I just picked up this flute, and I would love to sing some of the hymns of, uh, the hymns of the light with you sometime. You know what? I would love that, Beverly. <laughs> I would feels love his that. woodblock in his pocket and feels a little hurt. <laughs> uh, suddenly, you guys hear a voice from outside on Beverly's balcony. Finally, it looks like I'll be able to outnumber you, Roselle. You guys turn and look. Your telescope's talking. And you see the widow. (laughs) You guys see the widow standing on the railing of Bev's balcony. She's wearing a long black cloak with the hood pulled over her face. But you see her hands and her chin are pale white. Galad turns to her. The widow, Oathbreaker. And she says, what do you say we step outside so we don't have to harm this nice little halfling family? I try to get out of bed and fall down immediately. Yeah, Beverly, Beverly, you're super exhausted. You can walk, but you feel a little bit wobbly. Yep. And Glad, Glad holds you back and he says, This is just between us, widow. 
and the widow laughs, she cackles, and she disappears, and Misty steps. Your family could be in danger. We need to get downstairs now. Uh, and he rushes out of the room. Okay. Y'all, can we just out of out of character for a second say, what if Theala is the widow? Ooh. Oh, is anyone shit. else thinking that? Because he called her the Oathbreaker, and we just found out that Theala was on her way to Galateron, and that she broke some kind of oath. It seems extremely possible. Damn. Was All anyone right. else thinking that? No, but I'm not no. smart. <laughs> yeah. I've proven it time and time again. Not smart. Okay. And okay. I don't like, I just don't like Galad. <laughs> but I don't, he might I, be a good guy, but he's just a douche. I yeah. was ready to be like, fuck this guy. Cause I was like, what are you doing handing out weapons? And he like seemed into himself, but then he was a high elf that embraced a crick yeah. elf. So Moonshine mm-hmm. is just like, maybe he's, yeah, um, he, he really might just be a wacko as, uh, yeah. Is okay. that what, that's what he could be a good calls egg. Them. He calls him a knucklehead. Oh, yeah, I knucklehead. Feel like he the, might just be a knucklehead, so not like an evil dude. Yeah, the okay. chosen probably have some bad eggs in their rank. I think Galad could be a good egg potentially. Okay, so what just that? So, so sorry, Galad, I got really distracted by that. Sure. And yeah. then excited so the about widow that. Misty stepped out of the balcony. And we don't know where. You don't know where, but Galad said that your family might be in danger because your mom's downstairs, Beverly. Mommy! <laughs> So, um, Galad took off down the stairs. All right. So I'm just like, the stinky buns. <laughs> <laughs> Straight through the door. I'm gonna... Is everybody going out? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I summon all my walk? strength. Be- Beverly, Beverly can walk. He's yeah. got one level of exhaustion. So he's, he's for all intents and purposes, fine. Would I have cool. had a chance to inspect this sword? Like maybe just get like a... a oh, yes. Do... It is a plus one sword. Ooh. So you get plus one to your attacks and plus one to your damage. Nice. Your attack bonus and your damage goes up. Hell yeah. So you guys you guys rush down the stairs. You get into the living room. Bev's mom has no idea that anything's wrong. She's like, oh, go, oh, go lad. Don't don't leave without any sticky buns. No, you you got to have it. You, 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 you got to eat. You got to eat. Uh, she tries to give Glad sticky buns. And he says, I'm sorry. I know it's rude to refuse sticky buns, but I must be going. I grab one. You guys can yeah. call me hard bun from now on. <laughs> Uh, So you guys open the door, and you see the widow standing on the ledge over like a cliff, and you see in front of her there are eight chosen paladins who have been zombified. They have so what? they have the white tabards, uh, but they're all ripped. They've got big holes in them. Um, their faces are caked with blood, and their eyes are milky white. The widow holds her hand up as if keeping them at bay, and Glad says, "Ah." Oh, Brothers and sisters of the light, how could you do this? <sighs> Rosaline, strike true. You see, he's talking to his sword. He pulls out his big sword named Rosaline. I shall free my people from your demonic presence, widow. And she says, this is between us. Get those other three out of here. What do you guys do? I'm not oh, going shit. anywhere. I think, yeah, we, we, uh, I, I draw my sword. All right, everybody roll initiative. Woo! 18. 18. I also got 18, but that's 20. Wow. I got 14. I'm fine with that. You guys all rolled really well. Nice. So good for you. So Moonshine, you're first. Okay. So I'm going to take out my sending stone. So you're going to call old Cobb? Yeah. That's fucking smart. Oh, good. I totally forgot that we had to do that. I should have done it before. It's going to take a full action for you because it's a Yes, but I still get a bonus action, right? Yeah, you could call old Cobb and do a bonus action, sure. Yeah, so then I'm going to call old Cobb shillelagh, so I'll light my uh, staff, and then I'm going to spores the girl. Uh, the widow, the widow's further back than everyone oh, she's else. Like, she's got like the 
eight guys in front of her, and she's kind then of I'm in the back commanding them. I'm just gonna spore one of her freaking henchmen. You actually cannot do poison damage to a zombie. Can we at least hear what old Cobb's voicemail oh, sounds Oh, so you're like? gonna talk to, it's, you didn't get his voicemail. This is old Cobb. <laughs> oh, he, he's on the horn. Oh, old Cobb in person, old Cobb. We're standing in front of, it's just so weird to be talking on the phone in the middle of a battle, but we are standing in front of the Black Widow. Tell old Cobb where you're at. We're at the corner of Goldston and Wiveldeen. All right, I'll ask around some of the fancy <laughs> folks. Old Cobb out. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could also maybe send Papa. No, 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 no. Just ask the fancy folks. All right, old Cobb out for real this time. <laughs> and old make Cobb's sure, funny. old Cobb, make sure you got bullets in that blunderbuss. Nothing silly. <laughs> no more teeth. Old Cobb out for real, for real this time. <laughs> old Cobb, makes me old laugh. Cobb hangs up. That is you, <laughs> hard one. Guy the crick. Dope. Crick cut up is what we call him. Uh, I'm gonna sort of shoulder Galad aside. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> Going after one of the zombies? Going after one of the zombies. Cool. And that is a no, 20. Not a nat, though. Uh, 20. 20 to hit? That hits. Yeah. They are wearing plate mail, so they're a little harder than, to hit than a lot of the guys you guys have been fighting, but a 20 certainly hits. Okay. Oh, and I re-rolled the two. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> uh, that is a 12. 12 damage. Cool. You slash right into him. Uh, one of the guy's arms rips off. You cut his arm right off, oh. and he looks Ooh. fine. He just goes... Right. Let's see if I can jump off the other one because I do get a second attack. You got a now, second right? attack. You're level five, baby. Do I roll the twenty again for the second attack? I yes, do, yeah. of course, of course. And of I was course. kidding. Everybody at home, that was a fucking joke. And that is a we nineteen. Do jokes on the show. Nineteen hits. Yes. Good for you. Ooh, boy. Good for up. you, rolling good. And that is a seventeen. The damage. 17 damage. Jeez. This guy I'm is brutal. on death's I look, door. <laughs> I look back and I wink at fucking Galad. <laughs> you slash his head off and his head is hanging by a thread, um, but he's still standing and dragging his broadsword. There is no pleasure in this. These were once my friends. <laughs> Not mine. Uh, and then you see uh, Galad charges forward at one of the zombie paladins and goes, Rosaline, strike true. <laughs> you already said that, man. Rosaline, free these people from their prison. Go, Rosaline. Uh, <laughs> Beverly loves it. Uh, <laughs> Shoot a look at Bev. And he hits on the first one. Oh, boy. He does 18 damage on the first swing. Nice. Um, he takes a second swing, and he hits. And he does another 17 damage. You see he fully decapitates this one uh, and swings his sword around and goes, thank you, Rosaline. You have freed them to the light. <laughs> not bad. Not bad, man. Uh, and then he takes a third swing at another one next to him. Yo, are you watching this hard one? And he, and he hits. Watching what? He hits for another 18. Fuck. <laughs> uh, that is the widow. The you sound. see... The widow is going to rush up and take a slash at Galad. And she misses on her first swing, but she takes a second swing. And she hits for 15 regular damage. And she does like a necrotic smite oh, shit. for another 14 damage. So she slashes into Galad and you see this explosion of black energy as like disease like festers on his neck and he goes, ah, oh, stay away from me, heretic. 
Um, and then it is Bev's turn. Galad, no! Does um, it look like crick rot? The f- disease that festers on him? He's not like actually disease. It's just like really quickly as he was slashed, it was like this disgusting festering disease. Okay. Uh, yeah, since the, these are undead, I think I'm going to uh, cast Shield of Faith right off the bat. And I'm going to cast it on uh, Galad. Oh, dope. <laughs> Galad is super armored now. Yeah. Thank cast, you. Cast off this darkness, Galad. You and Rosaline must fight another day. I like to think as Bev is like preparing this spell, I think that it's coming to me and I step up proudly. <laughs> Thanks, Bev. Uh, oh, all right, good. Yeah, no, he could use it. He could Thank use you, it. Beverly. It is an honor to be your hero. Give Rosaline a kiss for me. He didn't I wink. He kisses, he kisses Rosaline. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to uh, Divine Smite the nearest. Uh, cool. There's nearest one, one that's really hurt that Galad got with his second attack, or there's just a full health one. Let me do the full health one. Okay. Right, cool. uh, so do a regular attack and then see if you hit. Because it's actually kind of hard to hit these guys. Galad's just really strong. That's uh, 11 plus. Eight with my uh, that hits. longsword. That yeah. hits. Great. You actually do three d8s yeah. against undead. So, so you're you're gonna roll four d8s for damage here, and then add your damage at the mm-hmm. end. That's an eight again. Bev's turning a new leaf. Ooh. Yeah. Since he met Galad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Hard one doesn't have a thing to do with Bev it. Bev is Galadend. <laughs> what did uh, you get total? I have an eight and a two and and a seven plus another eight. Holy wow. shit! Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Plus uh, the seven attack damage, right? Wow, you do the perfect amount of damage. Mm-hmm. You do exactly what Hard One did. You slash its head off. Its head is hanging off by just a flap of skin, but it stays standing uh, okay. as it goes back up to one HP. Oh, so it doesn't die. It does not die, um, but you get a second attack. I, uh, I charge up my sword with my amulet uh, and I stab down. Perfect, take a swing. That's a uh, 12 plus, that's a... Uh, uh, not nat 20. Oh, perfect. That hits. Great. Oh, I mean, he's at one HP. He's not gonna be able to recover from the amount of damage that you do here. So finish him. Oh, great. Yeah, I think I... Uh... <laughs> strike true, young Beverly. Yeah, I, I look to uh, yeah, Galad. Yeah, strike true, Bev. I, I look to Galad. I give him a, a thumbs up. Uh, and it's also like Moonshine, not a very good thumbs up. <laughs> um, my my sword fills with light. And I say, Rosaline too. strike true. <laughs> Uh, you strike true with your blade, cutting into the zombie's chest, and it explodes in a flash of white light. That is the zombies. Weird thing, mm-hmm. none of them attack you guys. They all go after Galad. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so Galad gets surrounded by oh, all these zombies. Oh, because they've probably all been commanded. Mm. They're, but they're attacking the light. They're, that's like what Galad represents. But right? I think that they've been. I think she raised these dead and then told them kill Galad because she's trying to um, assassinate him. Maybe because he's a bad guy. We mm-hmm. still don't know. True. <laughs> Let's just operate like he's uh, like he's uh, he's good and For she's now. bad. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there are. But there I don't are, trust the motherfucker. <laughs> there I mean, are six guys left. Two guys hit Galad. Uh, for a total of only 16 damage. But they do, you notice they have a like spores type ability. Whoa. They're like letting out like a wretch, like foul breath that is doing poison damage to Galad. So he I takes, can't help but kind of study it and be like, yeah. huh. Yeah, so he takes an additional like 23 damage from that. How wow. goopy are they? Oh, they're super goopy. Oh, man. Especially the guys, there. Uh, there's one guy whose head is still hanging off. He's at one HP. Guys, it's okay. My mom can do laundry after this. <laughs> um, so that is back up to you, Moonshine. 
Y'all, I'm just gonna do a tidal wave. <laughs> Surf's up. Okay. <laughs> Moonshine summons a tidal wave uh, of crick water, exclusively of crick water. Okay. So remember, it's like a little alcoholic oh, and yeah. uh, is somewhat flammable. Um, Appreciate that. <laughs> this is going to hit Galad. Are you cool mm. with that? Because oh. all of the zombies are surrounding Galad. Mm. Mm, motherfucker, what do I do here? <laughs> hit him. We can we can cure him afterwards. Yeah, yeah but you want him dead. Yeah, of course mm. I do. <laughs> do right. what you need to do, Moonshine. Moonshine has already <laughs> summoned a uh, tidal wave of crick water, and she's hesitating about Wait, whether or not she Wait, what's going on? What's that? <laughs> you said do what she needs to do. All right. Oh man! Wait, no, and Galad is also <laughs> the tidal wave. It's cool. Galad saves. Um, Galad saves. Three of them save. Three of them don't save, and the widow saves. I like think Galad is also a teetotaler, so this is going to be bad for him if he gets any in his mouth. Twenty-three for anyone who didn't save. So you fully kill two of the zombies, and the widow Galad and the other zombies take a little bit of damage. Hell yeah. <laughs> And you see, as the widow takes the hit, she goes, ah, this isn't your fight. Get out of here. Whatever, Theala. <laughs> did she, yeah. Did, did, we, see, did we see her eyes? Did, did we see her eyes a little bit? She's wearing a mask. Or she has a hood, did right? Uh, she does have a hood. Uh, roll a perception check. Mm. Oh, I got 17. 17? Oh. She has no reaction. Mm. Damn, she must have rolled well. So that, that like is you, hard one. All right, I'm going to swing at one of the healthier... Whatever the healthiest zombie is. Cool. That is a 22. That hits. And that is a 11. Dope. And then and I'm going to slash right into this guy. I guess I'm going to take my second attack at that same guy. Okay. Oh, damn. But that was a nat two. Ha. You swing and you miss. The first one to miss this whole fight. <laughs> oh, Glad says, no. it's okay, hard bun. You'll get them next time. <laughs> Don't call me hard bun. <laughs> Okay, Sticky Bun, you'll be fine. That's worse. Perhaps you need to name your axe. <laughs> Rosaline always strikes true. <laughs> Hard One silently starts pondering a name for his axe. <laughs> uh, Glad takes a shot at the guy that you just missed. Um, and he misses as well. All right. <laughs> it's okay, Glad. <laughs> wow, I'm filled with doubt. Don't worry. I'll get him with the second swing. Uh, and he does. Oh. Uh, I got him with my first. <laughs> uh, so he gets We're another, all trying our best. Uh, 17 damage. So this dude is super fucked up. And then he takes his third swing. And he rolls a nat one. Uh, Glad <laughs> really goofs on that last one. He inhaled too much crick water. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to impress people. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> wow. Oh, crick humility in a high elf. Never have I ever. Uh, and you see... The widow looks at you guys and she goes, I don't want to have to kill you. Um, and she, whoo, Misty steps out of there. And the widow's gone. What? Can we track her? She's gone. Shit. What, can I Misty step chase her? Maybe. Uh, we'll see on your turn. Uh, the widow mm. disappears. And that is your turn, Bev. Okay. Um, how many zombies are remaining? There are four. And are they still acting despite... Um, uh, they the they widow? are still acting okay. now that now that the widow is gone. It mm -hmm. seems like they're kind of now just mindless zombies. So they will probably attack you if they get if they get on you. Okay. Um. Then I'll just yeah I'll just hack and slash. Cool. Them. Cool. Yeah. Let's uh, just go after want, some there, There's one guy who's like a little hurt. Two guys that are healthy and one guy that's very mm -hmm. hurt. Uh. I'll I'll slash at the guy that's a little hurt right now. Okay. Cool. cool. 
That's a 19 plus my bonus, which is going to be seven, uh, 27, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that super hits. Great. That's five plus eight. So, yeah, uh, 13. He is very hurt, but yeah. still alive. Okay, I'll attack again then. Cool. That's going to be 17. 17 does not hit. Oh, no. You bang off his plate mail Dang. As, he, as he kind of shifts in a, a drunken stumble, mm-hmm. a drunken zombie stumble. Yeah, and I say, it's okay because Galad misses sometimes too. <laughs> That's right, we all miss, <laughs> even Rosaline. Wow. Now it's the zombies' turn. The zombies now are going to divide their attention now that they're being attacked by you guys. So two of the zombies are going to stay on Galad, and two of them are going to turn to Beverly because he's swinging on them. Hmm. Uh, so the first zombie takes a swing with his great sword. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. That does not hit. Uh, then he's going to try to bite you. And that's a 19 to hit. Um, my AC is 19, so okay, yeah. Okay, so that hits. That is... Does that turn Bev into a zombie? Is that how it works in <laughs> D&D? Well? It's, not, it's not Resident Evil rules. Uh, that's four damage. But then he, uh, as he bites into you, he spits out this green mist that does another six damage to you. Ah, my favorite color! Doing six uh, damage then down. another guy uh, takes a swing on you, Bev, and he misses with his great sword. He tries to bite you, and he's uh, he's going to successfully bite you. Damn, I'd rather get hit with the sword. Seven damage, and then another six damage. Okay. As he bites into you, he spits the green mist at you. So 23 altogether? Yeah. Great. Um, and then the other two guys are going to take their swings at Glad. Uh, this one guy hits him with the great sword for seven damage, uh, and then takes another, sw- or goes in to bite him, misses on the bite, uh, but <clears throat> sprays the green mist at him for six damage. Uh, the other guy swings at him with the great sword and misses, tries to bite him and successfully bites him for four damage, and then does the green mist. Uh, that oh, is great. you, Moonshine. How okay. fucked up is Galad right now? Galad is looking a little fucked up, but he has a lot of HP. Got it. So, uh, Moonshine is going to quick take a thwack at one of these zombies. <laughs> Who looks hurt? Cool. A run up, thwack him. Is, oh, that's definitely going to hit, but I'll ask anyways. Is a 19 going to hit? It does barely, though. Oh, so. okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they were in armor. Uh, Less cockiness. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. Learn <laughs> <laughs> a little um, crit humility. Excuse you, yeah. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Excuse you very much. And then that's going to hit him for eight. You slash into him, you cut him in half, but the top of his body is still moving. He goes back up to one HP. And then as my bonus action, I shout, Fiala, I just want to talk to you, girl. And then I try to Misty, I try to follow Misty Step to follow her. Great. Give me a perception check to find her. Ooh, that's going to be 24. You find her on the rooftop of a nearby house about 30 feet away. Is it heading toward Denny's house? It's not Denny's house. Okay. Denny's house is on the other side. Because I love to uh, fuck you up that misty house. step over to her. Yeah. Um, and you're on that roof with her right now. And I say, girl, why are you going after this glad guy? <laughs> Truthfully, I'm trying to understand who to trust here. He killed my husband. And that Wolf is Scar- hard one's turn. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm going to sort of hip check Glad out of my way a little bit and uh, swing at the zombie. That There's was... room for all of us. Uh, no, I'm pretty big, man. And that's a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> you bump into Glad and kind of lose the grip on your axe. Uh, you drop it. You break your hip. <laughs> I got this. Oh, oh shit. Uh, I'm going to take my second action, though. Uh, cool. Pick up the axe, swing again. And that is only a... Fucking 17. That does not hit. All right, I'm action armor. searching. 
Do it up. Yeah. 12. Ah! <laughs> and you miss on the action surge. God damn. You can attack again with action surge because it gives you another action. So you can do two attacks. Oh, great. So I'm over, th I'm over three. Over three. Here over, comes over four, dude. the final fucking attack. Watch oh. this, baby. <laughs> That's a 14. <laughs> hard one. Over four. Oh. Whiffs so hard in front of Galad. At this point, you're just doing like a kickboxing workout. <laughs> Pride of the dwarf Bastard of the mountain. The whiff wizard. Yeah. <laughs> whiff wizard. No. <laughs> um, so you see on Glad's turn, he turns to Beverly and Hard One who are still there with him. And he says, can you handle these guys? I need to finish this now. We got it, Galad. You can count on us. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you see, he summons a griffin from the <laughs> sky. A griffin comes down and picks him up. And Moonshine, he <gasps> starts flying towards you guys, towards the widow and you. Is that Razorlight himself? The very same. <laughs> Fly, Godspeed. And that is the widow's turn. She looks at you, Moonshine, and she slits her own throat. What? Um, and you see she just turns into like a fog cloud and is gone. And you see Galad flies in. He goes, no, where have you gone? Where have you gone? And he flies the griffin around looking for her. He flies down like uh, to the lower area of the mountain. And that is Beverly's turn. Okay, um, we, we gotta wrap this up. I'm just gonna Divine Smite again. You've got one guy who's the upper half of a torso still crawling around. You've got one guy who's pretty hurt and then two full HP guys. Um, let me do an, a full HP. Cool, cool. Can't believe I have not killed the guy that's cut in half already. That's a 12 plus eight. That hits. Great. Wow, it's so easy to hit these guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Uh, 16 plus two, that's 18 plus seven. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You chop this dude down. Mm -hmm. He's another torso that uh, starts crawling at you. He's at zero HP, then he goes up to one. Okay. He's just crawling at you. You guys got two half zombies like grabbing at your ankles trying to bite you. That's all that's left? No, and then two full guys. I'll just do another divine smite on the one that's still standing. That's a uh, 19 plus eight. You guys are hitting. You guys yeah, are rolling so well, except for hard one who went over four. Beverly, yeah. Uh, Beverly's yeah, fully Beverly. over his, his conscience of faith. Uh, do your damage. He's got his legs back now. 13 plus seven, so 20. That hurts him quite a bit, but he is still standing. Okay. That is the zombies who are gonna go in on Bev. Bring it! So the two torso ones can only bite now, um, but he does hit with his bite for four damage, and then he's gonna do an extra six with the poison gas. Um, the other torso guy tries to bite you and misses, um, but he's gonna do another six damage with the poison gas. Okay. Um, the other two guys are at, are still standing. They take a swing with their great sword. 15 to hit does not hit. Uh, tries to bite you, misses with a bite, but does the six damage retching on you. Uh, last guy misses with his great sword, hits with his bite for four damage, and then does another six damage. That's okay, but it's not looking great. Okay, that is you, Moonshine. Um, okay, I guess I'm just gonna run back because I was on—I only—I was only 30 feet away. Okay, right? so you can run in. I'm yeah. just gonna run back. There's and... two half corpses that are still biting at people's ankles, and two guys that are still standing. All right, I'm gonna—I'm gonna curb stomp one of those. Uh, <laughs> one of those biting. Uh, yeah, zombies. roll like a, a shillelagh attack roll to stomp his head. Oh, that's oh. definitely gonna hit. Uh, 23. Cool. He's at. 
one HP. Is that a flaming... So just finish him with a with a stomp. I lift up my uh, dirty, gnarled feet and just start <laughs> curb stomping the zombie. Jesus. Yeah, his head explodes. <laughs> uh, cool. That is hard And when one. I get into it, and it kind of turns into a little bit of a hoedown dance. Weird purple caked blood starts shooting. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I feel like a kid in a puddle. Just dry. Like look, look at that and smile and be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember how to do this. <laughs> And I crit, baby. Yeah! Oh, nice. Uh, were you going for, there's a full health guy, a guy that's pretty hurt, and then a torso. I was going to go for the full health guy. Cool. Go for it. <laughs> would yeah. love if you took an easy swing. Yeah, you just crit on a torso. So that's 8 plus 12. That's 20. 20. Okay. Cool. And then plus 6, 26. Cool. This dude looks real fucked up, but he's still standing. And I get my second attack. Go for your second attack. Here we go. 19. That hits. 15. You chop his head off, hanging by a flap, goes back up to one HP. Fucker. <laughs> I wish I could spores these guys. It'd be so easy to get rid of them. That is Bev's turn. I want to I wanna jump and stab down on the torso first. Cool. To get the torso out of the way. Yeah, take a swing. Take a swing with advantage because he's prone. He's just laying there. Wriggling around. Oh. It's a three and a two. Which should I choose? Oh my goodness! You <laughs> managed not to hurt him. You're just banging. He still has the top. He still has his breastplate yeah. on. Bev is so confident that he's just banging on. You're banging on a trash can, Doug style. Yeah, <laughs> what you're doing? Streetlight with the flat of your sword. What'd for you some reason. <laughs> Enjoy this music. It's the last thing you'll hear. <laughs> I, I say to try and play it off. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna break concentration on uh, Glad. Yeah. Uh, and as a show of good faith, I will cast protection from evil and good on hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, kid. Yes, you absolutely wow. can. Cool. Notice how he waited till after Glad left to do it. <laughs> oh, hard one noticed. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so that yeah, there's still three zombies left. First guy crits on Beverly. Oh, 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 oh! I should have healed myself during that. <laughs> Seventeen damage on the oh, on the fuck, sword. I'm down. Okay, Bev Ooh. goes down. God damn it. Uh, I reach for my potions and find none. <laughs> Bev goes down. Um, he's going to go after a hard one. That's going to be a 17. That doesn't hit you. You got your new nope. breastplate on. He's disadvantaged as well. Oh, protection. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he super misses. Um, but then he does the six damage to you. Cool. And then the guy with with his head hanging off, <laughs> the headless zombie paladin you takes really a swing dead. at... Hard one with disadvantage and misses. It tries to bite. Hard one with disadvantage and misses, but does six acid damage to you. Uh, guy hey. on the ground is going to try to bite you, and he's actually going to hit even with disadvantage, and that's another four damage, and then another six damage from acid. <laughs> really hope this torso party wipes us. Um, and then so sad. that is you, Moonshine. I see the torso. I feel the draw to curb stomp and keep the curb stomping going. But then I run run over to young Bev and I give him a second level cure wounds. So that's going to be 19. 19. So I got 19 HP. Yeah. So I give him a kiss of life. Cool. <laughs> but on his cheek because I'm a scout mistress. I, I don't need any kind scout of allegations. Scout mistress sounds so bad. Whoa. Oh, my first cheek kiss. <laughs> Bev, you bounce back up. Hard one, that's you. Can I can we say that when I cure wounds, it's like a kiss of kiss of life, but it's like it's like good fungus? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so good fungus overtakes you. Just some healthy algae. 
<laughs> it's like a portobello. Yeah, yeah. she just spits Very some nice. kom- kombucha into your mouth. <laughs> uh, can I, I'll swing at the guy that the only guy that can still swing at us. The which... the headless guy can also swing. Okay, so yeah. I guess I'll swing at the headless guy. Cool. Like to finish him. He's off. at one HP. <laughs> oh, who's the yeah? Who's the highest HP? Uh, there's a guy at like around 12 HP. All right, I'll swing I shouldn't it. be telling you this guy's stuff, but he's at 12 I'll HP. I'll swing at that guy. Yeah. And that is a 22. That hits. Ooh. Great. And that is a 11. Cool. I just realized. Still, still alive. Still there, but you I'm going to cut off, my... you slash off one of his arms at the shoulder, so it's real gross, but he's still, he's still standing. God, these guys are uh, so disembodied. Uh, All right, I'm going sw- to swing at this dude again. Uh, <laughs> No. Oh, fuck yeah. Someone, I crit. You crit. Oh. You guys know what happened? Hard one sugar crashed from the sticky buns, and now <laughs> he's recovering from it. <laughs> yeah, that, too much mellow oh, man, cream. That's a 31. Jesus. Uh, okay. And that's, it, was a thir- it was 37. By the way, I think Hard One just like secretly named his axe. He hasn't <laughs> told anybody yet, but he ha- his axe has a name. Oh. Are you gonna Are you gonna utter it? He's gonna do a baby reveal party. Cool. Just yeah. at- <laughs> he's gonna have Finish a cake. Him. All right. I whisper. I whisper to my axe, and I say, Gemma, let's do this. <laughs> Gemma. Gemma. I toss a sticky bun in the air, slice through it. <laughs> And then finish the slice through the zombie, catch the sticky bun in two halves, and eat them both. Of course, you drop your axe while you do this. Yeah, you have to. Axe wet with zombie flesh goes through the sticky bun. You bite into this absolutely disgusting sticky bun. I spit it out instantly. (laughs) I see Hard One do this as I'm getting back to my feet, and I'm just filled with awe. Hell yeah. Uh, That is you, Bev. There's still a torso guy and a headless guy. All right. Uh, I'm going to take care of this headless guy. Uh, I'm just going to keep... You know what? I'm just going to do a Divine Smite. I'm going to do a second level Divine Smite. Okay. So These guys give us such a hard time. We really have to just kill them extra hard. I'm not fucking around anymore. Just in case your dad walks in right now. All right. That's uh, 14 plus 8. That should hit, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Now let's roll a million d8s. Stop it, stop it, he's already dead. (laughs) (laughs) Have pity on this zombie. That's 27. Finish Uh, him. I I tornado spin at him. um, And I just keep spinning so much that I do get a little dizzy and throw up. (laughs) Yeah, you've got that one level of exhaustion. I got one feeling great. And I just throw up all the sticky buns I Uh. ate. Um, Yeah, one torso guy left. It is his turn. He's going to try to bite Beverly. And he misses. Uh, <laughs> but he's going to do another six damage to you, Bev. I puke on him. Cool. Uh, he doesn't like it. Or right. he doesn't care, rather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just sounds like Ray Romano. Somebody <laughs> Somebody dubbed The Walking Dead, but with that voice. Uh, Moonshine, you're up. All right. It's time to curb stomp. Cool. Yeah. Row with advantage. Oh, that curb stomp's going to connect. Cool. That's a uh, 23. Finish him. Just finish him. He's at he's at one HP. He's already been cut in half. Before I stomp him, I get down. I look him eye to eye, and I think, or I say to him, death is a beautiful thing, but an unsettled death is ugly as hell. And then I <laughs> stomp him, and I just, and then, but then I do it really rhythmically so that we all have a little dance. So you essentially do like a burpee. Like you get down to say that to him, <laughs> and then you pop back up and stomp his head. Yeah. Cool. His head explodes. You guys are out of combat. I'm still stomping. All right. Uh, Okay, so, you know, y'all, we should huddle up for a second because- Do you guys want to go to the kitchen? Yeah, we fucked up your house pretty bad, huh? There was a tidal wave and there's a bunch of dead zombies in there. Yeah, you see Beverly's mom, Martha Togold, um, opens the door. Oh my God, there's a mess. Oh, it's just awful. 
Sorry, right, we'll clean should. it up. You don't have a maid or something. Why don't you all? Why don't you all come in? Well, yeah, I'll get the Broomba. Let's send the Broom- Broomba. Broomba out there. Broomba out there. <laughs> Broomba just like yeah. bumping into. Broomba a goes out. <laughs> Broomba starts sweeping around the zombies, totally ineffective. Oh, your your father's gonna flip out when he's It's sees sort of us. just moving the blood around. <laughs> yeah, your father's gonna have a conniption. Broomba. Oh boy, your father's gonna have a conniption. Okay, well, I don't know if I really have the patience to sit here while your dad gets mad about uh us defending your house, yeah. right? Yeah, mom, you saw we we had to we had to defend the house against those zombies. Oh, I don't. How yeah. often has this been happening? Honey, by the you way, know, you know how your father gets. He's not. We've never had zombies attack the house. This is new. Okay, this is okay. New for us. so maybe we need to scoot before your dad gets back. I would love it if uh, I I wasn't left alone with zombies. What? The, oh, why don't okay. we rest here for the night? Why don't you guys stay for dinner? That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds really nice. What are you actually. making? What are you hungry for? Uh, I, sliders. Sliders, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can make little cheeseburger sliders. Sloppy want, Joe sliders. Che- oh, oh, come in, come in, come in, come in. She makes you guys sliders. There are Sloppy Joe sliders, uh, cheeseburger sliders, chicken okay. sliders, buffalo chicken sliders. Uh, she feeds you guys real good. This you is a master yeah. course in hospitality. Oh, boy. You know how to host. Thank you. <laughs> um, can I run a bath? Absolutely. It's all, it's all yours, honey. Um, I run a really nice bath, like a bubble bath, and then I just <laughs> wash Papa in it. I don't get it in myself. Papa's just spinning, him. marking his territory, pissing all over the walls. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, now that I know the soft spots are okay, I'm scrubbing him so hard. I found a rock outside, and I'm just scrubbing at him. There's a there's an indoor Broomba called Moppy, and he's doing his best. <laughs> I'd love to wash and comb my beard as well, actually. Cool, you wash up. Um, you y'all, if we're having like a little pool party, <laughs> maybe we should kind of talk about what just happened because I followed her. Right. Yeah. All right. So, like, I'm, I'd like to be in the bath with Papa as we have this power. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody kind of bubble bath. I'm also yeah, going after hard together. one with the with the rock. A pumice stone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exfoliating. Um, I feel yeah. Like, yeah. I'm um I'm sitting on a little stool, uh, reapplying my my toe and foot makeup. Nice. <laughs> We're having a slumber party. Yeah, this is really sweet. Party. I do, wait. Can I put can I put uh, foot makeup on both of them too? <laughs> right, oh, that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. I've got one foot out of the bath, getting uh, getting made up. And I feel like there's definitely different um, kind of signifiers with the like the the way that the makeup is applied. I'm picturing it as kind of like symbols that denote like what your your class and your type. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys like honorary scoutmaster uh, foot tattoos. Cool. Whoa, mm-hmm. like henna, but yeah. with gold. Yeah, it's like golden henna. Exactly. And then um and then I'm gonna teach Hardwan how to do a crick knot, which is basically like a dreadlock. <laughs> and I do a crick knot. And his beard. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah. Are we, I love um, it. We're all wearing big, fluffy green towels on our heads. <laughs> <laughs> but more but. importantly than all this, yeah. um, the widow told me that, well, first off, uh, she slit her throat, then turned into fog. So I don't think it was a true death yeah. or some sort of magic was afoot. Um, but she also told me that Glad murdered her uh, husband. What? Glad. Sir Roselle would never do something so despicable. You sure? So you seemed like an asshole. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm not as sure about stuff as I used to be. To be fair, so I don't know. There's a cynic in me that says a high elf who uh, embraces the crick elf is is almost too good to be true. Yeah, this trip has made me learn to not trust anybody. Do you think we should follow up with Gal- with, with Sir Roselle? 
Should we uh, should we try to talk to him tomorrow and see if he can give us some more information? Sounds like we're not going to be able to talk to this widow. She turned into fog. She is fog. It's true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of clouds this high up in the mountains, so she's probably disguising herself pretty easily. Bev, how well do you know this city? Do you know if there's any seedy taverns we could go get some information from unsavory characters who might be loose-lipped? I feel like there's probably, like, the equivalent of a fantasy Hooters that I'm not allowed Ah. in. There's a lower Galateron is, like, the more blue-collar area where people definitely go to drink after work. Beverly Beverly was knocked out after having serious surgery. Beverly is going to suffer, like, three levels of exhaustion if you guys don't get along. No, 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 we're not going to go now. I'm talking talking about for tomorrow. tomorrow. Got it. Uh Yeah. 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 Um, We're all going to sleep together in my bed. Okay. Yeah. Oh, one big bed. I love one big bed. 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 The bed is so small for Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> two hardwood falling across the entire. He's, the bed is like half half the size. You see Martha yeah. Togold peeks <laughs> in the room. So everybody, oh, um, my son is in a bed with uh, two adults. Okay, uh, everybody have fun. Don't it's worry, okay. we're a scout look, master. Look at mistress. our feet. Look that at our feet. That makes me a little bit more worried. Oh, that's a, that's adorable. <laughs> that's adorable. All right, yeah. good night, everyone. Good I'm night. Fast asleep. Good night. <laughs> love you. Love you, mom. Love, love you, Beverly. You. Love you, Moonshine. Love, love you, you, hard one. I, I, I love you too. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> is this the first time someone's mom has ever said I love you to you? It sure is. Oh, my God. Uh, Hard one lays awake for a full hour. <laughs> Martha Togold gives everybody a kiss on the forehead <laughs> and tucks you guys in. Oh, my. Do we? Do we? All right. I guess we sleep peacefully through the night. Cool. You guys um, sleep. I sleep even though I normally trance. I want to, uh, I really want to, like, I don't want to have a trance over. I want to have a sleepover. So I straight up sleep for eight hours. Nice. Cool. Since uh, Moonshine, it's very rare for her to sleep all the way through the night. Uh, I would like to wake up early and, and cook a big apology breakfast for everyone. <laughs> Beverly, as you go down to uh, cook the apology breakfast, you're kind of sneaking along. Yeah. Your, your mother isn't awake yet. Um, and there's a knock at your door as you go into the kitchen. Oh, uh, Broomba, can you get that? Oh, you're busy. Okay. Boom. Broomba's just sweeping. <laughs> All right. Uh, I go and uh, I guess I look through the little peephole to cool. see who it is. You look through the little peephole and you see three paladins at your door. Do I know which uh, oath they are? They are one of each. There's one from the Chosen, one from the Green Knights, and one from the White Knights. Okay. Who is it? Is your mother home, kid? Yes, but she's asleep. I'm, I'm Beverly Togold, uh, her son. Uh, you see they kind of whisper amongst themselves. Please open the door, son. Oh, Melora, you're... Dad. Um, could you say your names, please? I just need to make sure I don't open the door for strangers. It's kind of a house policy. So the main the main guy, uh, the guy who's a white knight, is this human guy, and he says, I'm Lieutenant Naaman. Uh, th- this is Torek and Allah. Um, yeah, I open the door. He looks at you and he sighs. Would he you says, like some coffee? Uh, we're, we're okay, kid. Look, okay. Son, uh, and he gets down on one knee and he says... Your father has been arrested for the murder of High Priest Merrick High Hill. What? What the fuck? I dropped the three coffees I'm holding. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session. Oh, shit. What? shit. Oh, my God. This shit. show is so fun. <laughs> I love it. We're the... just asleep. We're asleep. <laughs> yeah, y'all are asleep. The bacon I, is burning. It, it works out perfectly narratively that you went down there by yourself. Uh-huh. Oh, so great that you went down to make an apology breakfast. Ugh. <sighs> Hot damn, that was a good app.
Good work. Dang. That was a fun one, guys. Yeah. Uh, cool. So, uh, yeah, guys, um, rate the show, please. We always need ratings. Um, Love follow, them. Follow us on Twitter, at Jake Hurwitz is I Jake. I crave ratings. At mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Murph is me. At Axford is Emily. At Caldy is Caldwell. Guys, check out me and Emily's book, Hey You Up, How to Turn yeah, Your buddy. Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact. It's only like seven, eight bucks on Amazon That's now. That's a good price. And yeah. there's also, uh, the audiobook is out on Audible, so check it out there. Um, anything else? Oh, oh, go ahead. All right. I was just going to say, um, I've got a bunch of stuff in the P.O. box. Uh, I still need to check it. But if you want to send us stuff, uh, you can send it to 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, Los Feliz California, 90027. Dope. Yeah. Mine is much more self-serving. Oh. Uh, Amir and I are coming to Dublin and Amsterdam. Ooh. Our London show Hell sold yeah. out. But if you live in fucking Amsterdam, uh, we have no idea if we have fans there, but come let us know if you live there. Let's hope so, man. Yeah. Oh, hope can I oh yeah, there's a lot riding on this. I don't want to take a 15-hour flight and then uh, have a sad show. And then you're, <laughs> you're going to be real stoned, so you're going to freak out if there's yeah. only like three people in the crowd. Oh, yeah, I will be tripping. I Just will be tripping. Just don't. Last, the, the only time in my life I was in Amsterdam, I did mushrooms and then went to a fancy restaurant and they kicked in. like, And it was a restaurant that oh, didn't no. have menus. The the guy like the waiter had to explain like what they had and it was Sounds the like worst experience of my life. Don't go to a nice meal. So yeah, if, <laughs> whatever you do when you travel abroad, don't go don't to a nice go meal. To yeah, a nice meal. <laughs> so if you that's advice. If you don't go to Jake's show in Amsterdam, he will drown in a canal. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely oh, true. Wow. Um, yeah, guys, and tweet about the show with hashtag N A D D P O D baby. P O D. We are. We are. You the, the nation. Nation. We are, we are, we are. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>